How could I be mindful when I come across some Sanghas who do not present or follow the ways and rules of the Buddha Dhamma? Because the Sangha are what we learn from and look up to them in this Buddha Sasana time. How could I be mindful when I come across them? But the first important thing is to be clear that such Sanghas exist. Too often we get um, shocking letters from people saying, I can't believe it, I met a monk who uh, does X, Y, or Z. How could it, how could it be possible? <laughs> so uh, it's important to understand that, that these are these kind of... Uh, Hypocrites, I suppose you'd say, or you know, not to be too harsh, but um, people who are unable to follow the teachings that they have taken on, who have bitten off more than they could chew, maybe is a uh, um, a kind of a nice way of putting it. That that they exist, and that'll help with your mindfulness if you're prepared for it. Um, but on the other hand, not to be too skeptical. The other thing that we all we often get is we hear lay people criticizing monks for doing silly things, like lay people who criticize monks for eating meat. Those monks eat meat. How could they possibly eat meat? Well, I mean, as far as we know, the Buddha himself ate meat. We're not. You know, there's no clear case, but from the teachings that we have, that we have in our tradition, it's pretty clear that the Buddha was not uh, upset at all if a monk ate meat, unless. Now, the Buddha wasn't upset, but the Buddha wasn't uh, against monks eating meat, provided that it had been uh, you know, not killed for them, or yeah, provided that they didn't have any idea that it had been killed for their purpose. For example, and you hear this in many different levels, monks who are really doing good things <clears throat> and may just not be totally dedicated to meditation. Maybe they practice some meditation, or maybe they get too busy with other things, to practice enough meditation and still people will give them a hard time this man who came to visit me recently he said it's really a shame to hear people criticize because he said you know you have to ask them what well, could you do it could you put on those robes it's easy for you to say oh this monk is bad and that monk is bad well why aren't you a monk showing them how to be a good monk right i mean this is one thing that you have to you have to be careful about as well is over criticism because when you say that they are not following the ways and the rules. Well, to what extent? I mean, for the most part, the, even the really, not the really bad ones, but even some of the monks who I wouldn't find uh, impressive or who that I might criticize or, or say, say things about in private, uh, when you look at it, they're actually doing good things. They actually have many good qualities to them. So I think that's important. And this is, you know, the Buddha was quite clear about this as well. When you come upon someone whose verbal and physical um, acts are not very pure, but they have mental good acts, so their their mind is in the right place. So they they have good intentions. They just get everything wrong. Then you think, well, you know, good. At least they're good in mental in the mind. Or if they have good speech but not good action, you think, well, at least their speech is good. Or if their action is good, or or if some of their actions are good, then you can look at that as well and. Try to be a, try to be impartial about it because that's a very important part of what mindfulness is being impartial. 
So the other thing is understanding that beings go according to their karma. So if these beings are acting in a way that is actually unwholesome, especially using the Buddha's teaching as a as a kind of a cover for that unwholesome behavior, then it's quite sad actually. It's quite uh, something that is quite uh, dan you know, quite shocking for you know, when you when you think about how they are going to have to suffer. So you can certainly get rid of your aversion or your your anger or your frustration at them or your criticism towards them. When you think of, of how pitiful they are and how pitiable they are, how 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 worthy of your pity they are by because you know like when you the Buddha said like for example when you see a man walking towards a uh, a pit full of burning hot embers you think wow if that man continues on that path he's going to fall into that pit of embers and and suffer horribly so what would you think would you be angry at that man or would you think uh, uh, would you start criticizing and look at that why is that 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 dumb you know that terrible person what are they doing walking towards that pit that's really the case here. Well, these, if people are really immoral and doing more immoral deeds, then you should really look upon them in this way. And this is uh, something else that helps. Ultimately, it just you know the the only real answer to your question is to be mindful. Huh? Learn how to be mindful. Learn what it means to be mindful. And learn to see that the sangha is not not real. The sangha is a concept. Monk is a concept. Person is a concept. All of these things are not real. What is real? is your experience moment to moment to moment and as with people dying as with everyone that'll be the best interaction that you have with these people you can't change them and you can't force them to change but you can purify your own interactions with them because the purer you are the more closer you'll be to other pure beings and the more able you will be be to supporting uh, good things and to supporting the sangha and to supporting beneficial um, organizations and so on the better help you will be in this world this is why we're, we're out here encouraging people to be good because we know it depends on the people's minds you have to develop yourself we have to uh, we have to develop ourselves <laughs> before we can help other people is it uh, still possible to say something, or don't they hear? Um, the sangha is is uh, made of individuals, and all these individuals um, do probably the best they can to uh, to follow the rules. And um, but you can't do it perfect for everybody there will uh, no matter what you do you will always find something somebody who finds fault and um, look at me for example today I'm keeping the Vinaya but many people will find fault in it because um, I'm not uh, uh, I'm ha wearing my robes as I should wear my robes as a bikuni. But many people who see the videos now out in the world will say, how can she sit there without her uh, shirt on? But in fact, in the Buddha's time, the bikunis weren't 
wearing blouses. So, and in the Vinaya, it is not stated that a bhikkhuni should wear blouses. We should wear the same uh, kind of robes as a monk, uh, with two additional parts, which uh, of of which none is a blouse. So, I'm I'm doing good in the in a vinaya sense, but for some I might not do good mm. because I might hurt their their feelings or something. So you can't do it right for everybody. <laughs> <laughs>